Welcome back to another week of Living with Will. This week on our episode, we will be discussing many great things, community highlights, the earth, food waste, and an artist named Medina. Please enjoy and welcome back to Living with Will. If you like the podcast, or if you hate the podcast, or maybe you love the podcast, please like, comment, or subscribe. This will help me get my word to the world. This will help me on my quest for world domination. <clears throat> this will help me on my quest to help the world be a better place. I had to start this week a little differently. We got an unbelievably talented guest, an artist by the name of Medina. He produces, he raps, he makes visual art this guy's a multifaceted multi-hyphenated artist uh he he's incredible i'm so lucky thank you for being part of the show man we got a jam-packed show this week i don't want to waste any of your time so let's just jump right into it france has made wearing face masks compulsory in public recently so you know like most of the world france is dealing with coronavirus as we all are in this together uh this is an interesting Dilemma, though, that's appeared in France. In 2010, the French government imposed a ban on Muslim head coverings, namely the burqa and the niqab. Those in favor of the bill say it protected gender equality and women's dignity and encouraged assimilation into secular French culture. Critics saw it as an attack on religious freedom. I find myself on the side of the critics. This, to me, seems like blatant Islamophobia disguised as faux feminism. So the law can result in a 150-year-old fine... Which is confusing because if it was truly about gender equality, what if a woman chooses to represent her religion and wear their burqa? Then you find them for pride in their religion. What part of that promotes women's dignity? And furthermore, why is it niqab against French culture? If you're fined for the burqa, this is like, you know, a cherry on the top of a fucked up situation. If you're fined for the burqa, you're also liable to have to attend a citizenship course where you'll learn what it is to be a good citizen. What kind of brainwashing shit is that? Listen, this whole situation threw me. I love France. Je vous aime. C'est mon pays de mon cœur. But this reminds me of my own country's twisted past. The United States, we ourselves, we used to push assimilation on Native Americans. So the government created these boarding schools that forbid Native American children from using their own languages and names as well as from practicing their own religion and culture. It was a tool that aided and embedded in the cultural genocide of Native American way of life in this country. And this is a real thing. This is not a conspiracy theory. And I want to see an end to this sort of erasure of culture. It's a sad chapter in human history and 
I think it's good that we start with this, right? It's a bigoted law, whether it was meant to be that or not, get rid of it. If I could, if, if France was a person and I could speak to them, I'd be like, Vas-y, mon gars, listen to me, okay? It is a flawed law. We need to, I don't know why I would speak to him in a French accent, in English. I'm like, it is a flawed law. He'd be like, why don't you speak in English or in French? I don't understand. But if I could speak to France, the person, I'd be like, look, let women decide if they want to wear a niqab or a burqa. Stay out of their fucking business. Speaking of community, you know I love doing community highlight highlights. This week's community highlight is a two-parter. It's both on France and the UK. France, let's change the law. The UK did some really interesting research. So they did a study on food waste impact. Study circled around potatoes. First of all, they found that 4.4 million potatoes were wasted every single day, which is fucking insane, right? 4.4 million a day, and that's just in the UK. I can't even imagine what the, what the world statistic would be. Food waste in the UK in general is 7.1 million tons of food per year. 5 million tons of that is edible, and 70% of the food waste is coming from the home. From the home, right? We're wasting the food. We don't like to think about ourselves as wasting that much food, or the impact that it's having. This is the wildest shit right here, right? This problem is six times worse than avian emissions. Aviation, <laughs> aviation emissions. Avian emissions, I feel like would be like bird emissions, but aviation emissions is six times worse than the emission, the carbon dioxide emissions from planes and, and transportation. I always thought that flying was one of the worst emission causes, but I, you know, food waste is a massive problem. Part of the reason is that food waste takes a long time to decompose when you send it to a landfill, right? So And it creates what is known as methane, which is 25 to 30 times more potent than CO2. So it's very toxic for the environment, right? If food waste was a country, it would be the third largest climate change contributor behind China and the United States, which is nuts to think about. And I really want that to set in a little bit. But on top of being a humanitarian crisis, this is also an economic one. In England alone, 650 million, they have pounds, so 650 million pounds are wasted before even leaving the farm. So we're wasting an incredible amount of food. And, you know, we have things like food deserts in this in this world. You know, people don't have access to nutritious, good food. People don't have access to any food, right? We have a, a huge famine and, and global hunger problem. There are a lot of companies, obviously, trying to tackle this problem. And I'd like to put the spotlight on one that I read about. They're called Loop Mission. They're a Montreal-based company, and they specialize in repurposing outcasts of the food industry, right? So they create a circular economy. Circular economy is like, you know, it, you, you know, you get it. It's a fucking circle. It reuses and recreates. So they, use, they create cold-compressed juices from the surplus produce, which is amazing, right? And I'm sure every city and every state and every country around the world, there is some company that's trying to do something, and I recommend, you know... To myself and to everyone, we, we all got to look into this and, and explore this because, you know, we're not addressing the food industry issue like we are with transportation. We, we've created this disconnect with our food and with our food suppliers. I think partly because of the ease in which we get it, we don't really have to think about all the process in the food chain, you know, the, the, the production chain that gets the food to us. We don't think about all that. So I like to kind of put a spotlight on that. Something for us to all think about a little bit when we go to eat, when we go to throw away our food. One thing I've been doing, and I don't know if this is really right or not, but I've been taking the vegetables and shit that I don't use, the scrappings, 
and I have these like trees and shit outside my apartment, I'll just throw them in the trees. I got, you know, if someone's an environmentalist, please let me know if I'm fucking up. I'll stop doing that. But I, it's something I've been doing with my vegetables and shit. You know, because I, I think, like, animals will come and eat them. Something. Someone will eat them. So, look, I think it's great uh, that there are companies doing it. I think all of us need to find new ways that we can use the food that we have instead of wasting it. We can make a big fight against climate change, food insecurity, and help our vulnerable communities. Companies like Abox, for example, they offer a mixed box of produce that would have otherwise been wasted. So they sell odd-looking vegetables and fruits, and it helps connect people back to the supply chain. They inform and educate people on the seasonality of food, and they re reconnect them to their food. There's, I think we have lost this sense of connectedness with our food and with the world. You know, the earth is our mother. We need to treat her better. I'm included. I'm one of the people that is mistreating our earth and our food, and I, I think that it's really important that we kind of get on to this. One of the cool tips that I heard is that if you have a potato and it starts to sprout right, it gets a little little piece on it. It's actually the potato creating a new potato out of itself. It's like evolving. It's like a it's like uh, the caterpillar becoming the butterfly. The potato is becoming a new potato. Um, if you want to look, if that's happening, just cut the sprout off. Your potato's good to go, bro. Just keep it somewhere dry. Keep it cool. Dark cupboard. Out of plastic. Out of light. Out of the fridge. That potato will thrive, man. Eat that shit later on. I love this I love this podcast because of the shit that I learned trying to find new topics and, you know, interesting stuff for myself. I, I wanna entertain you guys and I've been learning some cool ass shit. I also wanna keep this question of the week going. I really like the responses that I've been getting uh every week. It's really fun. Last week the question was on if people thought that it was poor or you know, they thought if it was bad manners kinda to take pictures of people in public, right? And I got some cool answers, like some people you know, it's culturally frowned upon because you're taking a piece of them when you take a picture. Uh, I heard one person who, you know, it didn't really, it didn't really phase them. And I heard another person who thought that it would, we would lose this sense of, you know, street art and street life if we stopped taking pictures. And I fuck with all those responses. I myself feel like, I, I heard Jerry Seinfeld saying this and he was like, it's the word public for a reason. So if you're in public, you know, it's public domain, I can take pictures of you. I kind of fuck with that to an extent. I feel like as long as you're not being like paparazzi and like really like in people's business, when they're in public, you sneak a picture. I don't really, I'm kind of a fan. I love candidates too, so it kind of falls into that. But this week's question is a little different. This week's question is, would you rather have a pet gazelle or a pet armadillo? Keep in mind that they're going to be the same size and they consent to you riding them around town. Part two of the question is, would your answer stay the same if you also had to become the animal? So in the part two, if you chose armadillo, you are now an armadillo. And if you chose gazelle, you are now, you guessed it, a gazelle. Choose wisely. Let me know your answers. I look forward to hearing them. We're going to take a little break. We're going to take a little break just so your boy can drink a little water. And then we'll be right back.
Okay, okay, okay. Welcome back. Welcome back. God, the smooth sounds of Medina really just getting you, really just calming you down. Next up, we got what to watch. So, you know, I try and keep this going, you know, just giving people ideas because I, you know, I need recommendations. I fucking have, I'll watch the same show over and over again. I'll watch The Office, Parks and Rec over and over and over again until someone recommends something new to me. Recently, my binge has been Avatar. I'm on it like butter on bread. But as far as movies go, if you're looking to be in your feelings in the coming future, I recommend snuggling up to Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Man, Jim Carrey, Kate Winslet, Elijah Wood, fucking kill it. It's a roller coaster. It's a Hollywood hit. I love that movie. It's great. It'll, it'll really have you in your feelings if that's what you're looking for. If you need a little comedic relief in your life, smoke up with the cast of Pineapple Express. You can't beat the combo of James Franco, Danny McBride, and Seth Rogen. In one movie? That's ridiculous. And you know what's so funny? So the first time I was working on this, when I, when I was writing this down, the outline, I almost said Joe Rogan as I was putting the outline together. And it, I, I thought it would be so funny. Imagine if Joe Rogan was in the place of Seth Rogen. What kind of movie that would be. And then I thought how funny it would be if Seth and Joe Rogan realized they were brothers. And there was like this you know, like, montage of, like, Seth's doing UFC now, and Joe Rogan's smoking more pack now, and they're brothers, and they love each other. I think that would be so ridiculous, but if you want something a little more serious, but equally as funny, Next Day Air is an amazing compromise of the hilarious and the serious. Wood Harris kills it, Mos Def kills it, Donald Faison, Mike Epps, Amari Hardwick, fuck out of here. This is, like, one of the most fucking stack casts in all of Hollywood history. What more could you ask for? Both movies are hilarious. They'll help take your mind off things. They'll help you relax. I really recommend it. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I, man, I don't know about everybody that's listening. Movies and TV really help me take the edge off and kind of just zone out. And, and it's a great form of escapism. But I don't, I don't really love the term escapism sometimes because it's like I'm just trying to chill. And I'm not necessarily escaping from anything. I just want to. I just want to enjoy my time, and it's a great way to enjoy time. A well-developed storyline. Fuck, man. I can't really ask for more than that. And I'm really grateful for all of our, you know, showrunners and and PAs and the people behind the scenes really making these shows and movies happen. You guys are. I love it, man. I'm really finding a new appreciation too for like the editing of stories. I I never knew growing up just how important the editor was. But as I'm getting older, I'm, I just it's it's an art form that I'm great. I'm gaining so much appreciation for. So shout out all my editors, you guys are unsung heroes. I love your work, and uh, and thank you everybody for listening to my podcast. It means the world to me that you guys, you know, are finding time in your week, and you're tuning in with me, and you're and you're hearing me just talk about my shit. I wanted to kind of put you guys on. I'm gonna start doing an open mic on Wednesdays. I kind of want to just create an atmosphere the same way with the podcast where I'm creating kind of an expose for musicians that I that I really enjoy. I want to start doing that for people that I don't necessarily know or don't have a way of, out, of outreach or to link with. So starting this Instagram series where I'm going to have an open mic, it's open platform, so anyone can perform whatever they want, um, ensemble or alone. You can come and just watch. You don't even have to perform, but I wanted to make a safe space where people can come and just be themselves and be creative and we can have some fun, you know, we're all locked in the house, but we don't need to be alone, so I hope you guys come through and enjoy it, everyone's welcome, the Instagram is keep it on the low, as it sounds, as you should be keeping it, keep it on the low, 
Um, you know, let's keep this let's keep this positive, all positivity, no negativity. Shout out Lavar. I want to make sure that everyone feels that they can perform here. So please come with you know your positivity cap on, and let's let's make a let's make something special with each other. I really want people to show their uniqueness to the world, and I would love to be a part of it in whatever way I can. So keep it on the low. It's on Wednesdays. Right now it's 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. If that time changes, I will keep you guys posted. I'm trying to make it weekly to, you know, come through with the podcast. Like I want Wednesdays to just be like, yo, you know that living with Will is happening on Wednesdays. So please, you know, enjoy, come through. It's going to be happening weekly. So if you don't make it this week, there'll be others. Uh, My brother Dewan is hosting one on his Slim and Them on Fridays. You can find that on my Instagram Moving forward, he's a hilarious, talented man as well. You know, fuck with his shit. Julio Slim, his music is incredible. It's impeccable. You already know, you've heard his music on episode four. You're going to hear more on future episodes. The dude's a living legend. We got Taze on Tuesdays. She also has an open mic, so fuck with her. She's incredibly talented. Her singing is incredible. I'm trying to support artists in this time. I feel like great art creates great change. So I'm never going to not be a voice for the for the artists of the world. And I really hope that people come through and enjoy it. Uh, please keep listening. I, I don't know if you like it or you hate it. But if you if either, man, comment. And sorry I say man so indiscriminately. I say it to describe men and women. I guess I was doing that. But thank you to all you for coming through. Please if you like the, the podcast, like, comment, subscribe. It's how I'm going to get my word to the world. I really want to continue this. Um, and it's and it's it's help from people like you that help me get the word out. So if you like it, please comment and subscribe. Please keep rocking with me. I'll be here every week. Everyone stay safe. <laughs> Everyone stay safe. Everyone stay sane. Everyone stay loved. And I'll see you all next week. This has been another week of Living With Will. Enjoy this new song by Medina. It's a, it's listen. On the topic of Medina, if you're a rapper, if you're an, if you're a producer, if you're a visual artist of any kind, reach out to him. He's incredibly talented. You won't be you won't be. What the fuck is the word I'm looking for? You won't be disappointed. You you know how poor my grasp of the English language is that I forgot the word disappointed. You won't be disappointed. Medina is incredible. Listen to his music. This next song is called Frigid. The instrumental you heard beginning was called Tomorrow. Reach out to me if you can't get in touch with him. His name will be in the description. Enjoy, you guys. Thank you so much. This has been Living With Will.